You're listening to Formby Podcast. In this episode, Capturing Voices, we speak to a lady who's lived in Crosby since she was 22. Born and raised in Shanghai, she moved to the UK in the 1950s and lived with her husband, raising four girls. This is the story of Jane Kwok. Chinese name. So my Chinese name mm-hmm. is Wu W U W U. Yes. Ming M I N G T I N G. Wu Ming Ding. Right. That's a Mandarin. But I was in Shanghai. I was born in Shanghai. I speak five or six Chinese thing. Chinese uh, dialect. Very complicated. Very complicated. I, I think I just ma- should mention Mandarin to you. It's, people seem to learn the first, you know. So, And did you speak Mandarin at home? Oh, yes. In school we do. And did you speak Mandarin then with your parents? No, my own dialect. Very complicated. And very different to Mandarin. Oh, very different. So in the house, you would speak a different, um, a completely different language. It is. No, that's why I was a hostess. I can speak quite a lot of Chinese dialects. They're totally different. How long were you an air hostess for? For about 20. Not very long. Then I got married, you see. And what year were you born? 1928. 1928. So today, how old are you? Yeah. Uh, I tend to forget. Yes, you're 94 now, aren't you? Yeah. So you, where were you born? Shanghai. And you were you were one of many children, or were you just? Oh, Chinese have big families. Uh, I have uh, one sister. Two sisters, one died, quite youngish, so forget her. I've got one sister, she's only 13 months older than me, and uh, after her, it's me. Then after me, two brothers, oh, they're so happy they're getting boys. (laughs) So the two boys, then it's Sophie, another sister, little daughter. Uh, sister, the Sophie and Pearl. Pearl's the last one. Oh wow! So you're one of six. Yeah. yeah. So and did your mother work? Did she work? No. You know, Chinese woman have little feet. She says just before the revolution, they abolish all that. So. Because my mother's, she said, I'm not wearing uh, these funny shoes. I can't walk now. So we, they say, you've got to learn to walk. No, now it's a revolution. And you, you, they, people just, you know, not, not used to somebody with little. Well, she's just in the beginning, yeah. changing. So she had, her mother had bound her oh, feet. Yeah, they have to. That's the custom. Because 
Your big feet, you have to go to the field. Do those work. But your feet, you know, well brought up. Or little feet. And no. so, but did she bind your feet? No. Not your, thank not, God. <laughs> not her daughter's feet, because that was after the revolution. Because she was in the beginning, you know, saying, yes, Sam, history. I but I think what hold. happened was my grandmother, your mother, yeah. was one of the younger ones in her family. And her elder sisters had had their feet bound. Oh, yeah. And they used oh. to unbind my grandmother's you feet know, in the night. So she could walk a little bit, but they were a bit dis it's, disfigured. You see, for yeah. Chinese people, first, they want to keep you in the house. It's only, you know, Poor farmers, people. they have, because... They don't want you to go out and see, you know, study old in Chinese. Anyway, that that's where she was born. Possibly, yeah. I yeah, bet she was born about 1900, 1904. Just doing the trouble, you know. That is absolutely fascinating. Uh -uh. And so you then, you went to school locally with all your sisters and brothers? Yes, with the elementaries. It's just, you know... I have eight, seven siblings. My, uh, I, my big sister, we, 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 we Crystal, Jessie, see, then there's May. She's 13 months older than me. We'll, I'll show you some pictures, like twins. And she's a pretty one. It's true. She's got bigger eyes. She's more like my father. Yeah. By that time, it's a, they abolished the Qing, Qing dynasty. That's a pro country, the last, con last, last, the old fashioned one. Yeah. They have revolution. You, you heard about. Saying his son, you know, and when he came, he changed everything. And women don't have, don't have to bound their feet. You know why they bound their feet? They keep them in the house. You know, that's not your job. You know, otherwise you have to go to the field. And you were so when you were living at home with your siblings. Yes. Um, your mother. Do you have a memory of your mother that stays with you today? Not very much. Because your mother would be at home. Oh yes, she doesn't know anything, mother. But she's Chinese, very good, but not not a language. History. The wars. You have to know a bit about. Mm -hmm. I think also the during the war, the Japanese had the invasion, didn't they? And oh yes. You all had to, you know, one of your sisters. It was a lot of worry during the that during the I think nineteen forty six forty seven. That was the problems. So you would have been twenty when yes. the Japanese yes. invaded. Yeah. That must have been terrifying. Well, I was when you're young. You're young. That's oh, everybody. I says had my that. uniform on. <laughs> So where did you, so wait, did you go to the local schools then when you were living oh, in yes. China and you were brought up in China? Yeah. And what would be your favourite meal to eat? 
Did you eat a lot of rice? Did you eat a lot of fish? Did you eat a lot of... Yeah. Um, more, more rice. But, but you see, when my place, they, they were born, my, fa my family, very, they like chilli. Did you live in an apartment or a house? It's a house. You lived in a house? And then would you have maids and things to oh, help yes. you? And how many, did they live with you, the it's maids? A, oh, yes. There's a man servant. He does the polish floor. Every day he's got to polish. Uh, uh, so you would have wooden floors everywhere yes, and, like and that. that's like this. <laughs> the poor man was polishing every day. <laughs> Where, where you lived, you had a cook in the house? Yes. And would she do the shopping? And... No. Uh, sometimes, yes. If they forgot something, it's a market they can go to. And did you live in the centre of Shanghai or in the outskirts? Just outside. Not quite a good district with doctors and everything. So when you were living with your brothers and you were living in, uh, in the house at home yes. in China... In Shanghai. Yeah, Shanghai. Did, did your mother make you study? Was oh, it your yes. mother who was... A no, you've, you've got to study to finish graduation, diploma. I have that, uh, you know. And, of course, I, uh, if, I can make some pocket money... Not a lot of money, but, you know, if you're willing to give the few lessons, yeah. So were you teaching? Yes, yes. And what would you be teaching? Uh, in China, it's such a big country, as you know, and it's difficult. One place, one dialect. The other ones, another one. I got a very good years. I can learn that very quickly. But some, you know, strangers find it difficult. I'm very good at learning. And can you still speak Chinese? Do you? Me? Yeah. Oh yes. So can you say something for me in Chinese? But what would you say? Yeah. Uh, Mandarin. Oh yeah. Mandarin is better. Mandarin Chinese. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you want me to tell you? Uh, tell me that you go to church every week. Ah. Uh, uh, I'm telling you in Mandarin. I go to church every Sunday. It's uh, Can you say that in Cantonese? Oh, I go to every every week, Sunday. And what was your favourite subject at school? Uh, I think I like English. Yeah. English. And would you have a lot of people in your class at school? Yes. How many would be in your class? Oh, 20 something. That was junior, junior school. Junior. And then going higher? Higher. 
I, I, I got a job then, so I'm not working. We need the money. No, not finished. I just have to take a chance. Because the last my father, he died cancer. Left all the children. And my mother had to cope with everything. She had a hard time. But she still had the staff in the house to help her run the house. Oh, yes. But he, but she still had six children at home. No money, no income, you see. Because her father had died. He was only 42, wasn't he? Oh, only yeah. Only 42 when he passed away. So she had to bring up the, all the children then. So the children must and have been she, very young. Oh, yes. How old were you, 12? Were you 12 when your father no, passed away? see the picture one day. Yeah, but how old were you when you... When, um, your father died. How old were you? Twelve. Oh, must be eight, oh, seven, you, eight. Oh, that young. That quite young. Yeah, and then lots of children below that yes. were very young. Oh, and that's yes. That's why they said no one would take a woman on with all those Big kids. Big family. No one's going to take you on with all those children, are they? Yeah. Even though she's only young, you know. Goodness me, because your mother must have been very young. She must have been in her thirties. And she's then. got little feet. Mm. And she's got little feet. <laughs> because you know, that's custom. And did your mother, did your mother, she, would she continue to bind her feet when oh, she... Oh, no, no. Undo it with the revolution. Her elder sisters. Oh, so, and, and that just stopped them? Yes. So she yeah. didn't need All to the keep country. binding them? No, because the whole what they, country. they used to do in the old days, for the more highly bred you were, mm -hmm. they wanted the girls to be like this, because they weren't going to work out in the fields, so that's why you had the feet bound. But because she was the younger one of her, her family... Her elder sisters used to untie them at night so that they have a bit of breathing. So they grew, grew a little bit, but they were still formed back, apparently. Because my aunt, who stayed ha stayed behind with her, the younger sister, had to carry her during the, you know, the, the guns, you know, to get out. And she, cause she couldn't walk, so she had to basically carry her over. Because, had to carry her mother? Yes, because of the fact that the, the guns... Oh, yes. Were, you carried your mother? No, not you. Auntie, not me. Auntie Pearl. Her younger, younger sister, didn't she have to carry her? Oh, yes. She, she couldn't oh, walk back. on her back. Yeah. She'd carry her on her back because her feet were so sore. Was yeah, she deformed? can't walk so far. She's running away from the communists. Mm. Not easy. Not yeah. easy at all. And did the communists come into the house? Oh, no. No. Just they, into the town. They well behaved. Mm. Well, I passed them. Soldiers, I don't look at them. They don't look at me. They know I go to school somewhere. What was your mother's name in Chinese? <laughs> we give him one. Ruth. Yes. And what's her name in Chinese? We only call her grandma, you know. Paw Paw. That's it. Easy. Paw Paw. Uh... Grandma. And so would you telephone your mother when you lived, when you first moved here? Oh, yes. Chinese. You'd speak Chinese? Yeah, Hunan. <laughs> the little it's uh, more countryfied country. Hunan, it's our, our dialect. You'd speak to her in Honan. Oh, yeah, she doesn't know other things.
She doesn't know her. And was your mother one of many siblings? Oh, yeah, all big family. I think Walter, the last couple. Mm. And did they live near to you in Shanghai? No. no. She was from somewhere else? Another, another place. She was from another place? In China. Is it very hot in Shanghai? No, it's seasonal. Winter, we have snow. Spring, very nice. Seasonal. It's a, it's a big history here. And your brothers still live in China? Mm. Oh, no. no uh, they live in America now. Well, both brothers actually passed away, but they didn't get out till 1980, did they? They spent 40 years in prison. Didn't they? Because oh, yes, they because of the Cultural Revolution, because they were educated and doctors, they got because they stayed behind thinking they'd be okay, yeah. they got thrown into prison and ended up in prison for forty years, didn't they? And you had to get them out. So we had a big reunion in the eighties in New York because they managed to get out. Didn't they? They were in prison for so long. I want to forget, you see. Mm. Very hard work, very hard. Yeah. Very difficult that for your brothers to be in, in prison. In Shanghai, they were in prison. Well, one does not even finish university. So I really waited a bit until they both graduate. But the one that did the medicine take a long time. Yeah. Peter, quite a few years. But the other one's e economics, not too long. But... Uh, I want them, you know, to be safe. Uh, they could get a good job. So that, that's why I feel happy. That they came, they came to America? Eventually, yeah. Gosh, that's heartbreaking, isn't it? It is separate. What would be a memory of your father? Well, he's very European. And of course, my father went to a good university in China. And Did he study a particular subject? Uh, I think a mechanical thing, mm. the beginning. And he was bright, very bright person. So, uh, oh, it is Thomas. His name is Thomas. And how did he meet your mother? I, how did he meet your mother? Well, the, I'll show you a photo, old-fashioned. They, they just, they didn't meet each other before until they got married. An arranged marriage? Arranged marriage, you see. Yeah. And I, I have... Uh, Mother no. died when she was quite young, yes. Three, three girls and two boys. So, you know, they're still younger than me. They need uh, education. So I, I just started working. And then you would send money back home? Yes, long time ago. No, my mother, because the last my father, he died, cancer. Left all the children, and my mother had to cope. My, uh, you mean my Chinese name? Wu Mingding, right. that's a Mandarin. Yeah, but I was a Shanghai. I was born in Shanghai. I sneak five or six 
Chinese thing. Chinese uh, dialect. Very complicated. Oh, wow, this is your photograph of you. Goodness, he's so smart. Which that? I've just shown a photograph. The photograph of you that Daddy got printed when you were on the television. Okay. And that picture of you. Remember, that was the picture of you, wasn't it? By oh, the plane, yes. that's, that's you. That's plane behind. Jane Wu. Yeah. <laughs> CNAC, I could send you that, that's. Oh, that's China me. National yeah. uh, Aviation. Yes, I mean, that, yeah. that is lovely. Attending Jane Wu. <laughs> you see, yeah. I was the air hostess. I was lucky. I, I don't know, my, my husband on the IT, in the television. One day he was screaming. I said, what on earth? He said, you're on the television. <laughs> I didn't believe him. And that's anyway. a beautiful photograph. And the uniform was? Beige. And uh, a and, uh, little design. And it's winter time, mud bottle green. So you then went to live in Hong Kong. Yeah. And then how, what, when did you come to the UK? When did you come to England? Well, I was flying, you know, you know little backwards and forwards. In between Hong Kong and China, and my yeah. father had gone to China to study, and that's how he met Mum on the plane. And apparently he offered her a ticket to come to visit England, and if she didn't like it, she had, you had a scholarship to go to America, didn't you? But he said, I will pay for you to go to America if you don't like it here. Apparently that was a story. I, I didn't know some priests. They were all trying to help me, mm. you know. And so, so uh, was, your, was your father um, an English guy? Half Irish, half Chinese. Half Irish, yes. half Chinese. Oh, yes, he was a right character. Daddy was a right character, wasn't he? He was half Chinese and half Irish. Oh yes, very attractive. So he had looking. So he had both passports. Yes, two passports. That's why when she first met him on the plane, I don't know how he didn't want to hand over because she kept saying, "You're English, you're English. You have to give me your passport." And he goes, "Oh, I'm not. I'm not." And that's how he got talking to her. And then he handed over his Chinese. He said, "I'm not. I'm Chinese." And she was shocked because obviously he was English, really. So, and would you speak to your husband in Chinese or in English? Chinese. In Mandarin Chinese? Yes, sometimes Cantonese, because he doesn't know much Mandarin. Yeah. So you could so you would speak to him in chi in in Cantonese. But he learning quite quickly. He was young, you see. He learned a lot from this um, the Chinese seaman in the Liverpool. Oh yes. Because he was brought up in Liverpool Ch Chinatown. Because he's obviously half caste, you know, Chinese and So Irish. he's an half Irish, half Chinese, yes. living in Liverpool. Yes, he was born in Liverpool. Yes, because his father jumped ship and married an Irish lady who'd come over from the potato famine. And that's how he's half Irish. And he basically was born and brought up English. He went to Merchant Taylors, so he sounded as English as he came. So, of course, when he met mum on the aeroplane, he, he couldn't, she couldn't believe he was English. So why was he going back to China then? He wanted to go stu to study. That's what he was going to study over in China. Yeah. Well, that was clever, wasn't he? Yeah. So he wanted to go back to China to study. He's always talking about China. Anyway, he did go. But uh, 
that always think about China, you know. <laughs> and what age were you when you moved to to England? Oh, I was flying, so, well, eight, 19, 20. Yeah, that's all right. So 19 or 20, so you... She was, no, she, she, you came over here when you were 21, didn't you? Because you married when you were 22. You, you came over for a bit of a holiday to see if she liked it, I think. Could so be right. A massive change yes. coming to very wet Liverpool. In 1950. Yeah. In 1950. <laughs> you know what? Not the best of it. It's a shipping. <laughs> shipping. A lot of, yes, a lot of money with shipping. Yeah. So did you, have you always lived in Crosby? No, Mornington. Yes, Crosby. You know, Mornington Avenue, she lived in Crosby, yes. No, then, you know, everything's different. My husband went to Merchant Taylor, of course. Yeah, he's very religious. He was very religious. He was Catholic? Yes. Yes, with the Irish mother. Yeah. Yes, very, very Irish. He promised his mother he would go to church every Sunday when he got on the, on the boat to China. Well, he actually had to travel by boat to Hong Kong and then he was flying in between. It's a communist yeah, there. He went by boat, didn't he, Daddy? Huh? When he first went to... China, he went by boat and he promised his mother he would go to church every Sunday. Yeah. And he did, didn't he? Yeah. he always that went boat, to... was it? That was a very yeah. long boat trip. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think he, yes, he was just going by boat Ooh. over there. I'll show you some photos. Yes, it was, it was a, yes, it was a long journey in those days. So, sure. wow, and so he would have only been very young going on the boat to China, to, to university. So he was at university 17. in Hong Kong? He was 17. Oh, no, I, could, I went to Hong Kong for flying there. I don't know, maybe I got a, an entry. I don't know how I got it, but I, would, I was flying, so, you know, I was lucky. I was a bit daring, you know, shall I say? I think you are a bit daring, but your girls are very daring. Yeah. So I think that that's exactly that's where that's all coming from, isn't it? And of course, my father—he was only young. He was seventeen when they met, so they communicated. You communicated for a couple of years, didn't you? Obviously, and then Mum came over. He was married at nineteen. Your dad? Yeah. Oh, he was a joy boy. Yes, he was married at nineteen, so she was twenty-two. So three years between them, and he married her, and um, so he was only twenty when he had my sister. So very young. My eldest sister. Wasn't he? Daddy was only very young when he met you, 17. And then you communicated, you wrote to each other. And oh, then, yes. And then you came over. He said, oh, I'll give, send you a ticket. And if you don't like it, you can go back. Or she needed a sponsor as well to go to America because she had a scholarship to become a the nurse. The church helped you. Yes, you the had priest. A, yes. And you had a scholarship to go to America. Yeah. But you needed somebody to sponsor you. Yeah, and, a priest. Yeah, and apparently my Sonia, my sister, elder sister, said that if he he said to her, "I will bring you to England, and if you do not like it, I will pay for you to go to America." But she came to England and fell in love, didn't you? Got married, <laughs> stayed here. Very very fortunate. I am. Um, yeah, um, in those days, it was hard. You know, you either stay put, <coughs> take your chances. And then make your bed, you line it, you know. Leave everybody. You know, so it was hard. 
you know, she came over here and you were lucky that daddy was I am lucky. decent. You had a nice life, you know, uh, he provided a good life for you. You know, you didn't really, you didn't have to work. You didn't work at all. You were born probably 1960s? 64, yeah. So you went into the family business 74, 84? Mm, mm. 80, yeah. No, 16, 17, yeah. And when did they start doing the bean sprouts? They started doing the oh, bean no. sprouts when I was at Merchants. So I was at Merchants when I was like 13. So they probably started doing the bean sprouts when I was about 10, 11. And was that a local factory? It was a factory here. Oh, in yeah. Crosby? In Crosby, yeah. Crosby. Mm. And so that was just heated and, and you grew... Yes, just for five days. It's such a great product because it was all water. It was selling water. So it was very profitable. Very profitable. But it was within five days. So it's not like potatoes and the yield. So if you plant, I don't know, a pound of bean sprouts, you get 10 pounds of bean sprouts in weight. So it was very profitable. But my father learned that because my grandfather made a lot of money during the war because... All the Irish, all the Chinese seamen who came into Liverpool had to stay yeah. when the war broke out. So when the war broke out, the Chinese seamen stayed and he put them up in boarding houses and he got rent off the government for looking after them and for money for feeding them. And he used to say about potato, because of course potatoes, they would say, well, five pounds of potatoes feeds X amount of <laughs> seamen. But he was doing five pounds of rice Five pounds of rice would feed like sixty of them, but he was charging for that, and they didn't know, they didn't understand, so they just gave him the money. So my grandfather, he made a lot of money doing that, and that's how he made his money because he jumped ship. He was a seaman himself. He jumped ship to cut his pigtail off, and when you cut your pigtail off, you're not going back, are you? Because you've you've, you've abandoned the motherland. You've cut your pigtail off, and you're staying put. So he cut his pigtail off at the turn of the century and married my grandmother. And that's when they had the eight children and father's the last one, 1931. And so he basically, he was able to profit then from during the war. Mm, mm. And then after the war, he was obviously then, he went into Chinese restaurants. Yes, grandfather, yes. He was like, when they, apparently when they had his funeral, when they had the, I mean, I was only five, four or five. I didn't go to the funeral. But didn't you say there was a lot of cars? You had to bring in cars from all different funeral director's area because there were so many cars. He was one of the first to, to land at the turn of the century. And so it was one of those things where they had to have all these cars for the funeral procession when, it, when, he, when he died. He was one of the oldest, one of the first settlers, so to speak, in yeah. the turn of the century, my grandfather in Liverpool. Because his, his name was Quat Fong. And in actual fact, you know where the suitcases are in Hope Street? The little suitcases. His name's on one of the suitcases, Quat Fong, because he was one of the first settlers into China, into Chinatown. He just went, that's it, I'm not going back on the boat. Off, yeah. And he just went, and he, and did he have, obviously, quite a long well, hair? He would have had a pigtail. You know, the Chinese all had pigtails, didn't they? If you look back in this in the history books and look at them, they all had pigtails. All, even the men had pigtails. Oh, no, and the revolution. Yes, and then it would, so Grandad cut his pigtail off, didn't he? And oh, yes. And he used to stay here. Well, yeah, well, they all had pigtails, all the Chinese in that in the, in the, in the 1800s. That's what we're looking back, isn't it? The turn of the century. And so they all had the pigtail. And when he came in, he thought, oh, I was going to stay here, cut the pigtail off, and stayed. And didn't look back. Yeah. And in actual fact, when they had, you know, the little Chinese um, 
you know, in the new museum, there's a ground floor, there was a little area, it's all Chinese, you know, the area of the Chinatown, because it's twinned, Shanghai is twinned, I think, with Liverpool, and so they've got the Chinese area in the museum, have you seen it, in Liverpool? And then the father was interviewed and he, he was chatting, but he was the only one, didn't he put this pic the picture of himself up? He was the, the good-looking one, he's had some pictures done when he was like 18, 19, like yeah. professional. That's your father. Yeah, professional photographs. So all of the up-to-date people had put in recent photographs of themselves, you know, as they are today. Of course, he had this like, you know, sort of Cary Grant photo, black and white one of himself. And then you had to pick up the phone and speak and he had his voice in there. I think they've taken that bit now down, haven't they? They've taken it down. Oh, have they? With so, your father yes, speaking? Yes, yes, I think they've taken it down. <laughs> but I put two chairs in have the you got, theatre. Have you got it? Have you got so. that recording? I don't think so. I could find it for you, though. Find that I recording for me because we can put them together. Okay, because I was also going to um, say that um, I've dedicated two chairs in the little theatre to them in the new museum. And also, uh, he did a statue, which I've actually got in my house, a maquette of the chapel. Yeah. They've got a little chapel in the Metropolitan Cathedral, Liverpool Metropolitan Cathedral, one of the little chapels round the outskirts. My father put a statue in there, and it's dedicated to his parents. So if you go in, it's the children's chapel, and it's got the little um, statue of Jesus and the little children. Yeah. And it's a little plaque on the wall, Kwok Fong, for Elizabeth Kwok Fong, and Kwok Fong to his parents. It's dedicated to his parents. And I've got the maquette at my, my flat, because I'm going to give it to the museum, because they were going to put it in some... I'm, that's another thing I've got to do, another little job I've got to do. They were going to put it in an area of people from the area, you know, and they, they were going to put a little stand up or something. And I must have got around to doing that. And how long did you have the Chinese restaurants until the 19... 1974, because I was nine. I remember going to um, do the sale of all the equipment in the restaurant on Renshaw Street, and I didn't have socks on. And so my mother sent me off to Blackers to go and get a pair of socks. So I got this bright pair of orange socks, came back and carried on with a little sale of all the plates and bits and bobs, glasses. And so restaurant. why was he selling everything? Because he was going to start doing manufacturing. He just wanted to get rid of all the plates and crockery and yeah. stuff in the restaurant. He'd had enough? Yes, yes. And how old would he have been then? Well, if I was nine, I think he was 34 when he had me, early 40s, and then he decided to do food manufacturing. And he was in that then for... Well, uh, well, until the 70s, until he wanted, you know, retired, really. I, I actually decided to give when I was 42 so he'd been 70 odd and then we just sort of closed it down but he more or less worked all the way up till then and and what year did you close it down um I was 42 so 1964 um, um 2000 was that just a 2002 2003 something you just had enough and I'd went that's enough. it yeah, we're retiring yeah. yeah yeah and so you finished with your father mm, mm. Yeah, I just started in property then. Have you been? I've never been to China. I always wanted to go with parents because, of course, they can speak the language. Never got to go with And them. do you speak Chinese? I can't, no, no. No, mum and dad used to speak Cantonese between them when they oh. didn't want us to know what they were talking about. But never, you <laughs> no. never spoke Cantonese no. with the children? <laughs> no, no. And it's a shame because I think in those days, 50 years ago, they thought that so far yeah. away we would never use it. But Mandarin now, obviously, the point, if we'd have been 
through who could speak Mandarin. I mean, I was in London last week and all the shop assistants all speak Mandarin because they're all Chinese, they're all here with them. And a lot of students, a lot of students. And you don't speak any Mandarin no. at all? Nothing. And it would have been nice for the girls. She could have maybe at that point realised made the mistake and taught the girls. But she didn't. Yeah. Never mind. It's easy, it's easy to say, it's yes. hard to do. Yes, yes. She's also helped her father. When I say she didn't work, she did help her father in his various businesses. You know, we had restaurants for many years until yeah. 1979. That's when they sold the last... When did you sell the last restaurant? Was it 1979 you sold it? Oh, no, it was when I was 74. Was it when I was 10? That was the last restaurant was sold in 74, and then you went into food manufacturing. So I remember my parents doing... The, um, you know, we had born in the bag sauces that you did in Great George's Square in Liverpool. Remember the born in the bag sauce and the chopped suey rolls? That's the business you went into then, frozen sauces. And then we started growing bean sprouts because he couldn't find anyone to supply him with bean sprouts. So he started bean sprouts. And he was one of the first people to introduce it into Marks and Spencers, into the mainstream British Very popular. Bean sprouts. So he used to help Daddy in the mar in the in the factory with the bean sprouts, and that's when I used to help because that <laughs> we've been the youngest, and everyone had flown the nest. And Chinese families, you always have you know somebody help in the business. That's why I stayed at home. I was the only one that stayed. Everyone else. And you're was, one of how many? Four girls. Yeah. Four everyone girls, and went. all the other girls flew the nest. Two in America, and Jackie's in Ireland. And so you yes. stayed to help I with stayed, the business. Yes. And if I, I went to see one, they used to live in Hong Kong, Stephanie and Sonia, and I went to visit them in Hong Kong when I was 22, 21. And if I'd been working for anyone else, I'd have just picked the phone up and said, hey, I'm not coming back. Oh. You know, I would have just stayed out there and just seen what would have happened. But because I was working in a family business, I came home. A bit like my father, he was the one, he came home and came back. Oh. You know, he then supported his sisters. Because were his sisters into in, Chinese restaurants in Liverpool? They were, they just got married. But he was, my father was one of eight and he was the youngest child and the only boy. Youngest of eight? Yes, and, he, and for the oh, Chinese, daddy, he was the oh, youngest yes. of eight. And for Chinese families, it's very important to obviously have a boy. Yeah. You know, you know, now they kill the, the girls in China. Yeah, all so, the girls first. So he was the youngest, so yeah. he came back to look after his parents and everything, so... It was expected of you, wasn't it? Not only did you come home to England, you actually spent the first five years living with the grandparents. Did, did you, you really? You lived with your with your husband's parents when yes. you first lived in Liverpool? Yeah. And did you have to do the cooking? Probably. A big change from having oh, yes. staff. Yeah, oh yes. Did you then? Yeah, she had to do everything then. So did you she? came here, yeah. but, you, but, but you'd grown up with a cook and somebody cleaning everywhere, and you then came to England and you had to live with your parents-in-law. Oh, yes. They're quite easy. Were they easy? I, well, the mother-in-law's Irish. Yeah. Hence the singing. Hence the singing. I bet, the, I bet she was the one who was singing, was she, your mother-in-law? She's old-fashioned. <laughs> Grandma. Yeah, Grandma. I think the first thing he said is, oh, you come out, you look after my parents. Because that's a natural thing to do that. So Mum didn't mind. So she came over. She lived five years with them. And then she moved five years next door, didn't you? The semi-detached next door. <laughs> so for ten years, the first ten years of the marriage, then he decided he was going to build a house and it was going to work, probably. <laughs> we moved here. He 
Yeah. They moved here. When did you move here? 1960, was it? 61? They got married in 1950, and they were here in 1960. So 10 years yeah. later. Yeah. But then you... So you were looking after next door, and you had the children. Oh, I run around. You know those Sambiti touch how I run around, do my... And go, go over... Because they only got three bed, two bedrooms. And um, so <laughs> they had um, they had Chinese restaurants. Then your grandparents. Yeah, grandfather. Oh, one of the first big Chinese restaurants in Liverpool. Yeah. I don't like taking advantage. I prefer cooking. I I do my. Cook. She was a great cook. Great cook. Lots of nice Chinese food. And what's your best thing that you cook? <laughs> Jumbos. Yeah. Uh, uh, Stir fry, something easy. <laughs> and how do you do a stir fry? How what's the best way to do a stir fry? Well, yeah, you chop them up first, vegetable. Oh yeah, very small. Yeah, and the province my parents come from, they eat something very spicy. I don't like them too spicy because I used to say, I don't want. So that was the chilli that they would put oh, in? Oh, yes, the rich. Very hot. So they would put in onions and carrots and... Oh, vegetable. Any vegetables? Yeah, any vegetable. And then what Then what do you do? No, you'd stir-fry oil. It's easy. So you stir-fry it? And quick, you see. And quick. And then with meat or not meat? No. You take that out, those meat take longer, okay? Then you mix them together. Well, you, you eat it with rice or something, or noodles. Bombay Podcast is an independent production. It comes to you free. If you'd like us to tell your story, or you know of a story, Contact us at formbypodcast at gmail.com. See you next time.